that investigation blew up the deal of a private equity group buying the company. The employees were able to buy the company later when that investigation was dropped on the industry, even more profitable. The employees were able to buy it at a higher price point net to him as an investor. You are listening to the Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Harris. And when I'm not hosting this podcast, I'm the founder of an award-winning real estate investment firm and actively investing in commercial real estate all over the country. This show allows me to interview, dive deeper, and deconstruct many passive wealth principles, not just from investing, but tactics, strategies, and many fascinating ways in which people have achieved levels of passive wealth. Through my nearly 20-year career as a professional investor, I've built an amazing network of people and come across some super savvy investors. Not only do they have a unique stance on the marketplace, but look at the same problems we all face and many times have come up with a simple but unconventional approach to solving them. This is why I'm so excited for this podcast. It allows me to unpack and have a more in-depth conversations with these special guests. Selfishly, it's a platform where I get to ask the questions that would never come up in a normal conversation and I get a chance to learn and dissect their best strategies and you get to be a part of that process as well. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversations and these amazing passive wealth principle lessons. Welcome to Passive Wealth Principles, What I Learned episode with Dustin Baldwin. He's actually not on here. This is just what I learned from the podcast that I just had with him. It was uh, incredible and actually hugely enlightening as we went through several of the things. And, and one of the, it started out with his backstory of being in the Marine Corps, uh, the military and how that really shaped his experiences and shaped almost everything in his life. One of the biggest uh, takeaways was the military instills the uh, leadership abilities into a young man, or at least for his experience. And also, I think that leveraged to mine as well but also the ability to adapt and overcome. There's many times that you don't have an option to quit or to not figure things out, especially in the military and when he's getting hit with IEDs and, you know, they were kind of getting beat up in Afghanistan and the Marine Corps and some of those, like, you don't have the freedom to throw your hands up in there and be like, I don't know. You just have to figure it out. And so because of that, you're putting in a high stress environment and then you're still overcoming. One of the things that the military does so very, very well is exactly that is put people in those high stress environments so that they can then ultimately adapt. That's something that he was able to use for his benefit in every single other aspect of his life afterwards. Obviously, there's some negative connotations to high stress. There's post traumatic stress disorder and things that come from the military. But when you can actually uh, lean into those hard things and how that is actually for your benefit, like Dustin did, he leveraged that into many other things. He was able to turn and take his career into being a financial advisor. He went and worked for Edward Jones, became a six-figure earner, and became very, very successful in his financial advisory business, getting certain series, uh, I think seven or 65, or a combination of his security licenses, but he became very, very successful. What happened is then he was investing into real estate on the side 
one of his uh, former uh, Marine Corps uh, buddies or one of his renters was, you know, had an opportunity for him to join a private prisoner transport company. I didn't know about this. And actually, it's a very interesting, uh, sounds like a very challenging industry to be into. But what they would do is they, instead of having the sheriff's department transport or the, the police department or the jails, they would actually do that as a contract service for jails all over the country and all over the world, actually. And sometimes it was not just a van, but it would be on commercial flights or private flights or a combination of that when they needed to get a prisoner to a certain location or transfer somewhere else. And so they would handle all of that. There's tons of, of very, very challenging legislation and uh, risk exposure to that. And, and ultimately dove into the Department of Justice, really did an investigation on the entire industry as a whole. That ended up being a benefit to them, again, the, you'll hear this as the theme of the podcast and the What I Learned uh, episode uh, elements of this is Dustin was able to harness every single one of these things that could have been challenges and were challenges to be a benefit moving forward. And so that investigation blew up the deal of a... Um, a private equity group buying them, buying the company. But what it turned into a better is that the employees were able to buy the company later when that investigation was dropped on the industry. So now it was even more profitable. The employees were able to buy it at a higher price point net to him as an investor, but also he owns uh, shares of that company that has become even more profitable and allowed him to almost double dip in his exit of this private uh, prisoner transport industry. That exit has allowed him to then invest into real estate, become a capital raiser for a green coffee company down in Columbia, as well as now Circuit City. Hey, I wanted to take a quick moment to talk about something I get asked about quite a lot. Who does my social media video edits? Well, lucky day, I'm gonna share that now. It's Fat Unicorn Media. Whether you're in real estate or not, Fat Unicorn Media is super clever with some very exciting video edits on the short form video content. And they specialize in it for real estate professionals. They know how to talk like real estate pros because that's exactly what they do as their niche specialty. If you're looking to elevate your video content and social media game, visit them at Fat unicornmedia.com and book a free 15-minute call to see if they can help you too. It's been a game changer for me. It's freed up so much of my time. They are literally the who, not the how. I believe it'll work for you as well. Thanks to Fat Unicorn Media for sponsoring today's episode. And now back to the show. So Circuit City is not dead news to me. So the IP is still uh, alive and well and thriving. And they've actually done about $125 million in revenue since 2018. And actually, uh, COVID was better. But last year, this year, I think, yeah, in 2023, they're on pace to do $25 million in revenue on all e-com e-commerce, you know, so no physical stores, The but the value is in the IP itself. And now they've been able to really start picking away at some opportunities of from Amazon. Amazon does a lot of things. They're the 
you know, they say thousand, I say maybe the 10,000 pound gorilla that exists, the King Kong of the industry that exists. And there's also some opportunity for them to lever, leverage um, some marketplace placements, some exclusive just consumer electronics marketplace so that people can put and market their product on Circuit City. I don't know if that's actually unveiled yet, but it sounds like a fantastic opportunity leveraging that brand. They're also doing store-to-store, business-to-business opportunities, putting a a consumer electronics store within JCPenney, then also on their website. So then they can do that without having the same real estate holdings that caused them to be sunk underwater in the 2008 uh, market collapse. So this is a really, really fascinating thing that is what Circuit City is doing, but from Dustin as well, what he is doing is he's been able to evolve, taking his Marine Corps, his leadership development, a high-stress environment, transitioning into financial advisory, putting that into a prisoner transport, and now as that post-exit, combining all of those things as a snowball effect into raising capital and also doing this real estate investing. It is one of the most uh, exciting episodes. One is just because I enjoy my time every time I get to spend time with Dustin. As a young father, he is now energized and blazing that path forward, and we actually dive into some really uh, cool insights into St. Pete, St. Petersburg, Florida, in the Tampa Bay area and what a fantastic market is. So I hope that you check out the full episodes. If not, I look forward to hearing from you. You can find my newsletter by signing up on PassiveWealth.com. There's a website there where we you can link to our uh, trade-off, the Passive Wealth Principles um, you know, newsletter that I share some of these tips and tricks and highlights of investment strategies. So go to PassiveWealth.com, sign up for that newsletter. This has been another exciting episode of Passive Wealth Principles. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If the episode made you think of someone, go ahead and take a screenshot and share this episode with them. You can tag us or find us as a podcast at Catch Knives or me personally at Jake.RealEstate. For those investors that are listening to this and want to be able to take advantage of distressed investing opportunities, a perfect place to start is my best-selling book, which also happens to be called Catching Knives. It's a full breakdown and guide on how I and many of my partners take advantage of opportunities in distressed commercial real estate. Go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and grab the book there as there's a few book bonuses that I know you'll love. Once again, www.catchkniveswithans.com. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.